In case you missed it, the SECURE Act 2.0 was signed into law amidst the holiday season. Coming up on today's show, we'll cover the impact for retirees of the past, present, and future. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Hey, welcome. We're at it again with Paul Roberts and a great conversation on the show, Retire Right Radio, because it is about making sure that you retire the right way in the right way for you and the right way for where we are now in the economy. Uh, just in 2023 overall, what's necessary for proper retirement? Paul Roberts is president and chief investment advisor at Roberts Wealth Management, a, a, a local firm here in the area, growing firm, adding on more areas and a great fiduciary all-star team working with you for your retirement. Now, keep in mind, we're going to get into Secure Act 2.0. There's no, no not going to be a pop quiz at the end of this, and you don't have to remember everything. The great thing about Paul and the team is that they're like the people during family game night. They're the one person who actually read the rules of the game. So they'll keep you straight <laughs> as they do their clients. But Secure Act 2.0, we've reviewed it, Paul, but it is now law, and we're going to go through this. Oh, boy, have we reviewed it. And what a bunch of fun we have, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anytime they come out, you, you got to love the uh, acronyms that, that the government comes up with, you know, the, the SECURE Act. And so we, we, we already looked at SECURE Act, the first one that came out um, with the pandemic. And we decided after full analyzation that the, the SECURE Act did a lot more to secure the government than it did the the retirees of America. So let's let's look at Secure Act 2.0 and let's see who exactly is this thing securing? Is it yeah. securing us and our retirement future, or, or is it or is it generating uh, tax revenue? I'm actually curious to get your take on this because I mean, to me, and this is a layperson view, it doesn't all seem bad. There seem to be some good things. As a matter of fact, I may jump around on you here a little bit, Paul. But let's start with the good thing. The RMD age will be incrementally raised, and it already has been raised for 2023. Uh, correct. And that depends on, um, you know, which side of the field you look at, right? Uh, where, where, what, what camp you sit in, what do you, how do you view things? Oh, whether that's do. good or not. I got you. Yes. Okay. So, so some people are saying, Hey, this is great. They've, they've increased the RMD age to later. We don't have to take an RMD until later in life. That's great. We don't have to realize that taxation until later. You know, my view is a little bit different from the average person. You know, we don't like pre-tax accounts. We prefer to contribute to all our plans after tax because the whole problem with pre-tax accounts is this idea of you need the tax deduction now. Don't worry about it. Pay the taxes later. Well, we're at all-time low tax rate in 100, lowest tax we've seen taxes in 100 years. So how important is the deduction today? I would say that when this, when this tax bill sunsets in three years and the taxes go through the roof, a tax deduction in the future is much more important to you than a tax deduction today. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're not real big on pre-tax accounts. And so I always view things in pre-tax accounts from a different perspective. And I say, okay, well, great. They allow you to keep your money in your IRA longer before the required minimum distribution kicks in, before they force you to take money out. So what does that mean? It means your account has longer to compound and accumulate and become a larger bucket. So it's a larger taxable amount you have to take out later. Yeah, because it goes so is it in your favor or not. Right? Well, I, I mean, that's absolutely. See, that's why you're the pro looking at it that way. And and it is 73 this year. Then it goes to 74. Let's see. It will continue to increase to 74 in 2029, 75 beginning in 2033. But, you know, one thing about this, and this never made sense to me, if you're in a Roth, um, they have eliminated required minimum distributions for Roth 401k accounts. I mean, not that it mattered because it was Roth and you didn't have to pay taxes on that RMD, but it didn't make sense that you still had to take it. But that's or eliminated. Does it, or does it make sense? Do they do they plan or do they have a plan for something there in the future? Right. Well, no. they, are they going to change laws around Roth or something of that sort in the future? We hope not. Well, we they, hope these yeah. things all stay the, the way they are, but. You know, anytime they're they're giving, you have to ask why are they giving and what are they setting up for the future, right? Uh, let's look at you know automatic enrollment. Um, you know, good note thing for all of our listeners, they need to understand. Um, Secure Pack 2.0 created automatic enrollment in your 401k. Mm-hmm. So it says when you start a job, you're automatically enrolled in the 401k whether you want to participate or not. But you can opt out. But so, you have to opt out. 
where right. now you have to opt in. You have in. to go in and opt out. Right. But they do it that way because they know most people don't know that. Their employer's not going to tell them, and they're just going to get automatically enrolled. And the whole point here is they want us to build as much pre-tax money in these accounts as possible for later when they raise taxes, and then we have to take withdrawals at a higher tax rate, right? Okay. So then you say, well, is this automatic enrollment a good thing or not? Um, now, for our listeners, we need to clear that up. That is just for a new 401k or 403b that you start at okay. a new job, okay. automatic enrollment. It, and your current j- job, that doesn't apply to you. That's just Hopefully they would tell job, you, position. like HR, whoever right. would say, hey, now it's different. You're, you're automatically enrolled where before you had to opt in, now you have to opt out. I mean, hopefully Correct. they would tell them that. Correct. Yeah. Hopefully they would tell them, but yeah. Yeah. Well, how does that work? Going, <laughs> going through, you can't get. It's not a guarantee that you'll That's be told. Right. I'm sure. Going so, through Secure Act 2.0 with Paul Roberts uh, again. They keep up with these changes in the legislative landscape. That how they affect the retirement landscape. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Apologies, you were getting ready to say something. Oh no, let's let's uh you know I I don't want to waste too much time given given our opinion on this stuff you know um. All of our listeners will get plenty of that through the year. Or they yeah, can come in and see sure. us and get our opinion on it. Let, let's talk about the, you know, catch up if you can. Let's, uh, let's okay, give them the a couple up. statistics yeah, here. You know, it yeah. added a new benchmark. Well, it will next year add a new benchmark age for catch up contributions. Yeah, which is which is awesome, right? So they're saying there's an increase for people ages 62 to 64. The annual catch up amount will increase all the way up to $10,000. Okay. Next so, year. Yeah, next, next year, year starting uh-huh. in 2024. Uh, you know that. Now that could be that could be good um, for some people. It's an individualized thing, as we said earlier. We're not big um, supporters or advocates of pre-tax contributions, but if you're in a situation where you need to make some pre-tax contribution to help you with a tax deduction today. What we coach people in or recommend is, look, let's do a little of both. Let's find where's that happy medium and that balance for you. It's an individual situation for everybody, right? How much should we put after tax to make sure that we're building up after tax for the future when taxes are higher? But also, how much should we add pre-tax today to get the deduction today? And it's just a balancing act, and it's it's per individual, right? And so that's great that they can they can contribute up to $10,000 to their IRA now, um, in a year starting next year, that's a significant advantage to have in that balancing act of, right, well, cool, do I need more deduction this year? So in other words, maybe, you know, we run situations where a client sold some property or some, uh, you know, some stocks or some things, they realized a bunch of capital gains or they have a higher tax bill that year. Mm-hmm. And even though we're not advocates of adding pre-tax contributions, maybe on that year when they have a higher tax bill, we want to increase their contribution. Makes sense? So it's just another tool in the tool chest for us to be able to use to navigate our way through tax okay. law to create the successful retirement. Well, now, here's another thing, too, interested to get your take on it. For those who, correct me if I'm wrong here, as far as catch-up contributions, for those who make 145000 or more, the catch-up would, have, would, would go to Roth. Correct. And so basically what that's saying is, hey, if you're a high income earner, if you earn over 145000 your catch up contribution, you can apply it to your IRA. So then you have to look at that. Well, why are they doing that? And then what I'm going to say is that's the reverse of what we're normally talking about. Normally, they want you to put money in a pre-tax account, hold it there so you can pay a higher tax rate in the future. However, currently they are aware of the situation. If you look at California, uh, California in 2021 had a hundred billion dollar surplus, but surplus, right? Mm-hmm. This year they have gone from a hundred billion dollar surplus to a 25 billion dollar uh, deficit. Deficit. So how does that happen? How do you swing that hard in one year? Well, what it was is uh, California had a high surplus because there was a lot of asset appreciation, a lot of inflation, a lot of people realizing capital gains, and the state made a lot of revenue off of capital gains and income taxes. However, in 2022, most of the high-income earners, all of technology started leaving. Tesla left. All these people are leaving. So they're they're create they're generating less revenue from income taxation. Texas is getting and, a lot of those people. Texas is getting a lot of it, right? Yeah. And now and now 
all of the asset values have depreciated and nobody's selling and nobody's realizing capital gains. So they're not getting that, that revenue off of the capital gains. That same thing is going to follow pace for the whole U.S. this year. You know, we always say, if you want to know the macroeconomic picture, watch California. Mm -hmm. It leads the way for the U.S. Well, the same thing is going to fall true in the U.S. this year. Assets are depreciating, so they don't get to realize all of the tax revenue from the capital gains of everyone out there. So they're trying to say, hmm, how do we get more tax uh, revenue out of people this year? Oh, I got it. If you're a high income earner, you cannot contribute and get a deduction. You have to pay the taxes up front and contribute it to your Roth. Okay. okay. So what uh, they're yeah. doing is they're walking a balancing act here. They're trying to, hey, we want them to put away so much for the future. Trying to get and some for later rates. and get some now. But we, we need some now. <laughs> right. We need some now to keep things okay, going. Okay. Right? Well, absolutely. Yeah. I knew you would dissect this. Hey, we're about <laughs> out of time, but I did want to yeah. say one good thing. You can't argue with this one. That, that severe missing an RMD penalty of 50% is going to be lowered. That is great. That is great for all retirees, right? No argument there. I just say that's that's a good thing. Uh, you know, if if you if you realized uh, you failed to take your RMD, you have a high penalty of fifty percent. However, if you do it once, make a mistake, we get that waived. Okay, it's just if you if you repeat it a second time, okay. they hit you. But so you know that kind of sounds good on the front, but. How many people keep repeating the same mistake? Hopefully not, right? Hopefully Hopefully. they have a good advisor and they're in good hands. So if those of you listening, are you concerned about tax law? Are you concerned about RMD in the future? Are you going to have to take these distributions from your IRA? Is it going to create a taxable event in your life? Here's the question. Have you and your financial professional had these discussions? Are y'all doing tax forward planning? Do you have a strategy in place? Or are you simply sitting and waiting to see what laws change and how it's going to affect you? Because I'm going to say, if you wait for the law to change, it's too late. You're going to be affected. Right now, there are a lot of major changes coming our way, and it's very important you do tax-forward planning. You're proactive. You know what's coming down the road so you can position yourself today for a better tomorrow. So if you're not having that conversation with your advisor, pick up the phone, call us right now, sit out one of our all-star advisors, get a fully comprehensive review of your complete retirement, income, portfolio analysis, tax planning, state planning, all of it. We create a holistic financial plan for our clients. And if you don't have a plan, I think the uncertainty out there is a good driver and a good reason to get you up and get on the phone and start creating your plan today. Yeah, and uh, it's easy to schedule with this team in a limited opportunity at no cost, no obligation. For thorough review, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Yeah, if you don't have a plan yet for retirement, if you feel like, hey, I'm getting close, I need to start getting in retirement mode, or maybe you do and you don't have confidence in it, let them take a look at it. It's a great second opinion opportunity as well, 800-891-8680. Again, the number, 800 800- 891-8680. What better way to start 2023 than by investing in yourself and your financial future? Coming up, we'll outline some simple tips to help you on your financial planning journey for 2023 and beyond. This is Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. with the Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. That's what it's all about, retiring right, the right way. And that's where Paul and, and that's where this team of all-star advisors come in to help you. This is a growing firm. Of course, offices in the Houston area now, uh, the new one in Pensacola, in Mobile, of course, Biloxi. Uh, This is a growing firm, and you can get in on this and get your retirement structured properly for you uh, with that phone call to 800-891-8680 and make it a fresh start for 2023. I was looking over what you wanted to talk about here, Paul, and um, I I like it. You can do this at home, too. You can play along at home. I'm going to grade myself on some of these bullet points here. You you know, Dave, before we jump into this, I want to touch note real quick on what you said. Okay. The name of our show is Retire Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And and why is it Retire Right? Because retirement is something you have to do right the first time. Right. You know, we all we all make financial mistakes in our life, and that's okay. We're all allowed to make financial mistakes. Hopefully, you make the mistake, you learn from it, and you don't repeat it. Right, and you move forward. Retirement is a whole different ball game, and I want I just want to stress this to people, our listeners out there, because. 
everybody is aware of how shaky things are right now, how how much uncertainty is out there in markets and tax law and governmental law and globalism, everything that's going on. So, it, you know, I want to just encourage people and understand if you're retiring right now, it's it's a difficult environment to retire in. So it is vital that you do it right the first time. Yeah. Because with this stuff, you don't get to learn your lessons and try not to repeat them. You got to do it right the first time. Right. You got to make if you don't do it right the first time, your retirement could get designated. And we don't want any of our listeners moving in with their children later in life. Right. No, no. So let's make sure we don't make mistakes. Do and we that. don't learn from them. And let's learn from it. the mistakes <laughs> that others have made that in the, in the planning that we have already put together to make sure you do it right the first time. Yeah. Well, you, so. you talk about that a lot on this show too. Uh, learning from others mistakes, the best way to do it. Definitely. Um, yeah. We're going to look at um, so, maybe a look back. What, what did we, okay, on that theme, what did maybe yeah. we not do exactly right in 2022 that we can improve on? And I'll say this, uh, Paul, may, not everyone has a budget. I don't have one that's ironclad and laminated and all that, but I basically have a budget. Um, I, I kind of, I'm grading myself as you can at home. I did okay staying along with the budget I have. That's the first question here. Were you able to stay on your budget or spending plan? Yeah, and that's a that's a great question for people. Dave, I'm I'm like you. I don't have a budget. And you know, a lot of people don't like to live with a budget. No one wants to sit there and open a spreadsheet and count all their expenses every month and you know, it's uh but however, if you don't have a budget or you don't work with a budget, that's okay. Like, I don't work with a budget, but it's because I live way within my means. Mm-hmm. That's basically right? you, what I'm doing, yeah. Yeah, if you live way within your means, then you don't have to count, sit there and count every penny. If, as long as you know you're living way within your means and you're making much more income than you need and you're saving it mm-hmm. and being smart with it, cool, who needs a budget? But majority of Americans are in a place where, you know, things have gotten expensive through life. They had children. They had. They might have had college expenses for their children. They might have had to buy cars. They have to buy new cars for themselves. And things, what happens is we go through life and we don't catch it sneaking up on us, right? That, that budget just keeps sneaking up, increasing, increasing as your kids age and your kids age. And then what I find a lot, you know, we're into retirement coaching. So this just a coaching tip for all of our listeners out there mm-hmm. is think about it. Has your budget continually crept up? as you went through the years of raising your children. But then once your children moved out of the house or, or moved on um, and, and to, or independent, you you kind of stayed at that amount of spending, right? You didn't go back and reevaluate. Right. So maybe 2022 is a good, you know, a good year in review. Like I said, did you stay on budget? Is it time to review our budget? Is it time to lit review with are we living within our means? Are we saving enough money? Are we planning and preparing for the future enough, right? That's a great uh, New Year's resolution. What you say? It certainly Dave? is. You know, and at this time of the year or a couple of weeks ago, all the articles were coming out. You know, the top 10 lists this year of resolutions. And, of course, the standards, quit smoking, uh, lose weight, exercise more. But I noticed in the top 10s, a lot of people said as a resolution to save more. That's certainly one of mine. Yeah. Uh, and so that's another question yeah. to ask. Were you able to contribute to retirement savings accounts like you had planned? Yeah, that's it. Did, did you do what you said you were going to do at the beginning of last year, right? Did you see through? Uh, and and like you said, Dave, I think it's great that there's a lot more focus on saving today. I think that is, you know, you always got to find the silver linings or the positives and everything. I think that is one of the positive line, uh, silver linings from the pandemic, right? It kind of kind of opened people's eyes and said, whoa, okay, I, I need to I need to make I can't just keep <clears throat> living on the high horse and just winging it. I, I need to kind of make sure that I'm living within a budget and I'm saving more money. And I think a lot more people are focused on that and taking it seriously today. So that, that's that's a great thing that came out of the pandemic. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, you know, that's there are some silver linings to that. There's some things we learned. There's some things we did differently. Uh, we're looking at what can we do differently in 2023 yeah. to shore up and, and firm up our retirement process, especially if we're heading to retirement. Well, actually, at any time, if you've just retired, 800-891-8680 to get on 
with this team and get your infrastructure of your retirement put together. 800-891-8680. All right, here's another one. Were you able to pay down debt in 2022? Yep, that's the big question, right? Where are we? Where are we with debt? Um, you know, it's it's difficult for me to have these conversations because generally I am, we're on the radio show, you know, we're trying to discuss things to the to the general public. Personally, um, I don't fear debt, but that's because I know how to manage my debt properly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and debt is not a bad thing if utilized and managed properly. And there's good For, and bad debt. Yeah. Right. There's good and bad debt. For instance, if you've got a mortgage at 2.2%, why are we in a hurry to pay that off? Right. right? That's, you can use strategies <laughs> if, with that. Yes. Right? If your assets and savings are, are earning you 5 6 7% and you're paying 2 then, hey, great. Don't don't rush to pay that off. Let use the bank, right? Mm-hmm. Bank on yourself. Use the bank's money to make money. Um, and so managing debt properly is the key here. Well, and, and here's another one, too, because every year at April 15th, we look back and survey the damage of taxes. Should we resolve to start looking ahead also in tax strategies? We always look back. Should yes. we look ahead more? You know, that's a that's a that's a big thing with Robert's Wealth Management and All Star Team. That's what we we tell people. You know, and people come and sit us with us, and we say, "Well, and how are you doing with your tax planning?" Oh, well, I'm doing good. I've got a CPA. Okay, well, that's great. But is your CPA doing tax forward planning with you? See, what we have kind of been conditioned through the years to just think was as long as I sit with my accountant at the end of the year and and we file everything properly, I did tax planning. Well, that's that's tax accounting right? That's, mm-hmm. that's in the rears. It's already happened. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything there. You can't change it. Um, most, most accountants are simply doing accounting in the past for their clients. Mm-hmm. They're not sitting there and recommending to them how to move forward and, uh, and how to build tax advance plans. Uh, you know, great thing is we have, we have three tax planners in our office and you know, they're, they're highly educated in tax planning and have master's degrees and things of that nature. And, and then they've learned in the real world of tax planning from working with me all of these years. And they do, they build amazing plans for our clients. You know, we're way ahead of the ball. We want to know where we will be before you ever get to your accountant on April 15th. Not only that, not just where you will be next year, where will you be each year of the next five years going forward? It can make it fun then doing your taxes, right? Yeah, it's a whole lot of fun. You don't get the whack in the, you know, the the slap in the face at the end. Or the the dread of it coming up. You don't get the dread of it or the shock and awe from it. (laughs) It's already planned. You know exactly what you're dealing with. You're just walking the path. And uh, it's it's great. Um, We're really excited right now, too. we're in the midst of, of opening some some new branches and firms. Um, I mean, some new branched out firms from mm-hmm. Robert's Wealth Management. And uh, in, in the next year, we're going to have uh, Robert's Tax Advisors um, fully open. So that's going to be, you know, not just the tax guidance within our firm for all of our clients, but we're going to have a full um, tax and accounting firm out there that's going to really do a lot of a lot of great things for people because the the whole focus of this tax planning firm will not just be doing the accounting at the end of the year. Yes, we'll do our tax returns for all of our clients and everything once we're up and running, but we're going to sit down with them and do all their tax forward planning and give them the accounting that, that they may not be receiving in their current situation. Well, that, that's yeah. very good to do. I uh, That's great to be able to look forward to <laughs> having your taxes done because we're getting so close to it now. I'm already feeling that sick feeling of dread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yes. The time of year is coming. Oh, right? yeah, it's here. And it's just you just count it down. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. I'm not quite ready to get it all done and survey the damage uh, just yet. Well, but, um, Dave, yeah. Dave uh, I, hate, I, hate to, I hate to rub it in on yeah. you, but, buddy, I, I have no anxiety at all. You know why? I know exactly where. I well, am. see, I, I'm going to resolve I, to do better on that this year. I know all there's it's the power of knowing. Right? <laughs> you know, I, I grew up with uh, you may remember the cartoon when I was a youngster. We had G.I. Joe, the yeah. true American hero. <laughs> right. And at the end of every G.I. Joe cartoon, uh, there was something they said. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> well, that's that's true. what we tell our clients, you know, yeah. knowing is half the battle. That is know, so true. It's not a surprise and you're ready. Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess we got to wrap up. Yeah. Tape, so I want to I want to give all our listeners an idea here. Look, if you're not having discussions about 
the SECURE Act 2.0, about last year's taxation and budgets and savings, about next year's budgets and savings and what you're going to do and how your taxes look next year and how you save tax savvy. If you're not having all of these conversations, then when's a good time to have them? You see, too many of Americans have been conditioned to think that having a financial advisor simply means I own some stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Well, that's a great start. It's a great to save money, and it's a great to invest your money. But there's a lot more that goes into having a true, fundamental, holistic financial plan. And taxes are the most major portion of that. And I promise you, when this tax bill sunsets in three years, tax planning will have been the most vital, important part and aspect of your retirement planning. So are you doing tax planning? Are you planning for the future, not just next year, but for the next five years? we got to know where we're going to be and what effects it will have on our retirement when we get there. So if you're not having these conversations with your advisor, why not? When's a good time? I'm going to give you a great opportunity, a great time to start having these conversations. All you have to do is pick up the phone right now, call the amazing all-star team of Roberts Wealth Management, sit down one of our one of our many amazing all-star advisors who know taxation and tax forward planning and income planning inside and out. Let's get you not only to, but through retirement, and let's get you there in an efficient manner. Remember, when you hit retirement, it's not about what you earn. It's what you keep that most matters the most. So let's sit down and build a plan and figure out how do you keep as many as dollars as you can moving to and through retirement. And you got the whole team behind you, too, with your retirement planning, 800-891-8680 to schedule a limited opportunity, no cost, no obligation. 800-891-8680. A lot of moving pieces that need to be considered in your retirement planning journey. And it's important to separate fact from fiction. Coming up after the break, we're going to help dispel some of the common financial planning myths. Retire Right Radio Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here with Paul Roberts, president of Roberts Wealth Management, a great team of all-star advisors we mentioned just a moment ago. Yeah, you may sit down initially with one of the team members, but you've got the whole team behind you, and they're bringing their own areas of expertise to your retirement planning process. It's time now to play everyone's favorite game show, Retirement Game Show, and that is (laughs) Retirement Myths. With your host, Paul Roberts. So <laughs> you, you know, they're factor gonna, myth. Yeah, right? they well, factor I'm, myth. Let's I'm afraid there are going to be a lot of buzzers in this segment here, a lot of inaccuracies, a lot of uh, in, incorrect answers. I'll, I'll start it out, then get your take on it. We'll see if it All needs right. a buzzer. All um, right. Here's one uh, I can just take money from my 401k account if I need to. Uh, Let's hit a buzzer. That's yep, not yep, a good yep. one, huh? Okay. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you're right. You can, and can or should are two different things, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can go take money out of your 401k if you need it, um, you know, during your life. However, the purpose of that 401k is to supplement your income when you get to retirement. And I think you're going to want that income when you get to retirement, first of all. But secondly, Taking a withdrawal from your 401k prior to age 59 and a half is going to, you're going to get slapped with a 10% penalty up front. So, you know, if you took $20,000 out, 2000 of that, you've only got 18 right there. So 2000 is automatically going to a penalty. And then any early withdrawals, they're going to force you to withhold at least a minimum of 20% in taxation because every dollar that comes out of your 401k is taxable as income. Don't forget that. And that is income that gets piled on top of your current income. So does it increase your tax uh, bracket? Does it move you up to a higher tax bracket? Is there higher taxation on that last amount you withdrew? So you could be in a situation where you suffered a 10% penalty for early withdrawal and you increased your overall income taxation and moved yourself into a wow. higher bracket. Okay. And then best to leave it alone, account. right? Well, unless best you do a Roth, something with Roth, right? I mean, well, well, there's one more catch there, Dave. One okay. More. What about your your what about your future uh, potential that you have taken away, right? Right. Right. You know, if, right. If your four hundred one k is averaging seven, eight, nine, ten percent growth, uh-huh. and you have taken that money out for one, two, three years, 
you did not compound on that money all like of that you time. should have right? or could have. Yes. Yeah. And so it's the potential cost of you at that, um, you know, the potential future cost. It's you. hard to it's, quantify it's what, what that cost, evaluate. costly right. mistake could be, right? There's no way to nail that down, but you don't yeah. know how much, how much you missed out on in the future by pulling that money wow. out and losing your comp- power of compounding. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. There's the first one. Let's get to this one. Right. I will not need as much money as I do now when I retire. I mean, I gave that a buzzer. I don't know. You didn't tell me to buzz it, but I, I think you buzz that one, Dave. I think, I think that's the biggest myth that have set up so many people today. Uh-huh. So that, that's, you know, that gets back into where our argument against pre-tax accounts exists. See the whole philosophy that we were all told for the last 30 years about, well, why do I contribute to a 401k or an IRA? Why do I contribute to a pre-tax account? And they say, because you need the tax deduction right now while your income is higher and you can pull, but isn't it taxable later? Yeah, but that's okay. Pull it out and pay income taxes later when your income taxes are lower. Well, first of all, we're in the lowest tax brackets we've been in 100 years. So I, I don't foresee your taxes in the future being lower. We know that tax rates are going to go up. But let's just say that tax rates don't go up. Let's say they, they stayed the same. What is the reality of your taxes being that much lower when you get to retirement, because what is the reality of you living off a lot less money? Mm-hmm. You have come accustomed to a certain lifestyle, right? Right. You don't now, want to downgrade that. Right. And now, of course, there is a little a little bit of a downplay to your income there. You're no longer contributing to your 401k and retirement accounts, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever you were contributing before, you don't need that money now because you're not contributing. So mm-hmm. there's a, a little, could be a, some big decrease okay. in your okay. income needs that helps, because yeah. you're not contributing. But realistically, you're, you're going to want to attain the same lifestyle that you've grown sure. accustomed to. And you're going to, as a matter of fact, you might even enjoy it more. You exactly. might spend more. Travel. And that's what most of our retirees find out. Yeah. You're not going to work every day. You're, you're not bringing your, your lunch to work every day. You're not eating cheap. You know, you, you've got time on your hands. You're spending money at the golf course. You're spending money at, at, at restaurants with the, with the family and the, and, the, and, the, and the loved ones, right? You're spend, you might be spending more money because you have more time on your hands. Mm-hmm. And that's what generally happens to people in retirement. They think they're, oh, well, I'm going to live off a lot less. No, you're not. You're going to have a lot more time on your hands. You know, um, I mean, that's a great point because it's like the weekend. You know, we say you spend more money generally on weekends, and that's exactly. what retirement is. You just need to plan on that. Uh, keep in mind that uh, the team at Roberts Wealth Management will definitely help dispel the retirement myths and separate reality from from fiction in your retirement planning. 800-891-8680 to schedule with this team. 800-891-8680. I know this one's going to get a buzzer. Uh, I don't need to save because I can rely on Social Security to pay for my lifestyle. Never was intended to be the sole source of income, right? Or unless you're going to be like the old sailors, right? You know, the day sailing around the world, living off of wafers and bread and and (laughs) rum, then maybe you could make it, right? But if you like to eat meat and vegetables uh-huh. so <laughs> give me some heart probably tack. not gonna make it so so it, it, it but we're having fun with this but to give our, give our viewer our listeners a, a really good idea of how how realistic is living off of social security we know that social security um, is not sustainable currently it is highly underfunded they can't meet their future liabilities Social Security has been telling us for over five years now that by 2033, they will only have 75 cents coming in for every one dollar of benefit going out. Right. So for the last 10 years now, we got a good cola increase on Social Security this year. Right. They bragged about it. Oh, big cola increase. Well, yeah. Huge inflation increase. <laughs> right. We, we right. It's it. kind of a wash, but maybe a little bit more. A, but yeah. Yeah. It helped out. I mean, yeah. it helped handle the inflation. Right. Right. But the point is, we know they can't sustain to, uh, to continue giving those cola increases every year. We know they the last 10 years, their cola increase amount was like point zero three. OK, well, how much inflation do we see over the last 10 years? 
a lot more than 0 .03, right? right? Adding it so up, those, right? Yeah. So those just living on Social Security benefits the last 10 years have just been getting squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and squeezed harder and harder. So your Social Security is not enough to live on because inflation is something that will be constant for us for quite a few years to come. And you're not going to get the raises on your Social Security benefit to offset that. So you're going to have to supplement your income. Even if you think you can live off the amount you're getting from Social Security, you still some need some savings to supplement that in the future to offset the inflation cost and how much the inflation hurts your purchasing power. So, no, no one's going to be able to live out the rest of their life off of a Social Security benefit. They need to eliminate that idea and that, that philosophy and, and start making sure they've saved some money for supplemental income. Okay. All right. There we go. What you got um, next, Dave? Come on, Dave. What you you ready for it? Let's see. I like this one. You're going to like this one. It's going to get a buzzer. Um, I have a plan by saving through my company retirement plan. That's like puzzle pieces they bring to you, right? You you work with them to put the puzzle together. Right, right. And, and well, first of all, you know, we, we know we live it and we discuss it on the show all the time. Today, we live it in a do-it-yourself retirement world, right? Our our grandfathers and great grandfathers, they didn't have to figure out all the stuff we they didn't have to plan for their own retirement. They didn't have to save for their own retirement. They went to work. They knew that in the future they were going to receive a social security benefit and a pension payment. All the, all their retirement planning was was they walked in the HR department, they said, What year is my social security and pension how much? Oh, well, this year it's this much. Perfect. That's the time I'm gonna retire. That was as deep as they were planning. Right. It was, go, right? it was it was really kind of easy. It was easier then. Yeah. Yeah, they took that away. They came out with the 401k and the IRA. We moved into a do-it-yourself world. Save your own money for retirement. Well, how much do I save? However much you want. How do I invest it? However you want. How much do I put in pre-tax or after-tax? However much you want, right? And mm -hmm. so everybody is moving forward out there without any guidance sure. or a real path to yeah. retirement. And so it, it's great that you're saving in your, your company retirement plan and that you're putting some money away. But I highly recommend you sit down with a good fiduciary firm that will help you plan your future. Well, you opened the schedule every week on this show to sit down. And if you can tell us a little bit about what, what, what is that? When people call to schedule, what happens? What can they expect? Well, first of all, they're going to they can expect a. there's no sales. There's no sales pressure in our office. OK, we're we're coaches. We're advisors. We're here to coach and advise our clients on their journey to and through retirement. We don't tell people what to do. We never tell people what to do. We are doing it as a team. This is a participatory planning process. That's why we call it our PPP, meaning you participate with us. We need to know enough about you. We ask our advisors will ask all the right questions about you, your lifestyle, your income, your taxation, your future needs, your goals. We're, we, we do this all day, every day, so we know how to write the, ask the right questions to you. But you have to participate and share in that with us and be part of the process. And it's an educational process. You become empowered through this process. Not only do you, do you know what your goals are and where you're going, you know what path you have to get there. Or if you're already retired, you know what is your path to staying retired and enjoying that retirement and fulfillment and not living with the stress and anxiety that's being created by the uncertainty in the world today. So here's the last myth of the day, of the day, Dave. Uh, my family's worked with the same advisor for years, so I, I'm not sure he's out for my best interest, but you know what? I'm going to stick with the same advisor we've always had. Okay, that's great. Maybe you've had, maybe you sit next to him in church. Maybe he's the best friend of your family. Maybe you've known him 30 years. The question I would say is, do you have enough confidence in that person to get a second opinion? Because if it was me and it's my future, just like my health, I want a second opinion. Your retirement planning is your life. Just your health is your life. Get a second opinion. Make sure that that person you have all of your trust in has compensated for all the factors that we look at. Make sure that they have your best interest at mind. And we'll wrap up by asking, have y'all had the discussions about future taxations? How much to save? How much risk you're going to take? What income needs you're going to have in retirement? How do you secure your family with estate planning? How does these different pieces of the puzzle that come into retirement planning have to be spoke about? They have to be addressed, and you have to develop strategies to bring all these pieces of the puzzle together to create the beautiful picture we call enjoying retirement. So do you have enough confidence in whoever's talking to you currently? 
to move forward or do you think it's a good time to get a second opinion and make sure you're on track if you're on track the all-star team of roberts wealth management is going to say hey you're doing great continue to stay on track if you want to work with us great but if you want to continue what you're doing do it but get that a second opinion. Make sure you're going to be in the place you want to be in the future. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Coming up, we'll close it out with Paul answering listener questions. Q&A on the show, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. And Paul Roberts, who you hear on the radio every week with information on uh, retirement, proper retirement planning. In other words, retiring right. As he said, you need to retire right the first time, uh, is the president of Roberts Wealth Management. Now, this is an all-star team of advisors. And you don't get one, you get the team behind your retirement, ready to answer your questions when you meet with them, as you may sit down with one. But if you have a question, it's uh, someone on staff on one of the team members who has that's more of their area of expertise, they'll pull them in to the process. Hey, let's start out with the Woodlands, Texas here, Paul. And they're saying this, my employer just quietly decided to switch the 401k matching program from each paycheck to just one lump sum annual match at the end of the year. Did that last year. Now, you must be an employee, they're saying, the entire year to receive the employer match. They claim their reasoning was to match the climate of the market currently. Does anyone else actually get their 401k matched on an annual basis rather than by paycheck? I've never really heard of it being done this way. Wow. Wow. Um, so first, let's just say here, um, you know, he said their reasoning is to match the climate of the of the market currently. Mm-hmm. And I would say, yes, that's accurate. And it is about matching the climate of the market currently. How? Why, how? Now, I'm, I'm just confused. How, how okay, is that matching well, it? Well, if you were a company and you have so much capital in your company, right, do you want do you want to continue to distribute that every month all during the year, or do you want to hold on to it 12 months and be able to use that capital, capital for operations oh, or oh, investing the, or earn interest on it and then pay it out at one time at the end of the year. Kind of the way if we get, if we um, get, a, for those who get a refund at the end of the year, they're really letting the government hold it for a year, right? That's right. They're letting the government, uh, giving the government a 0% loan for 12 okay. months. Okay. Right. And and I don't think the government would, you know, they're not big into doing that for you. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't think so. So, so uh, you know, well, there, here's the point. It is, it is to... They are doing these things to to match the climate of the current market. Okay, now whether um, whether you think it's ethical or feel that it's an ethical decision on the company's part, or or it's in the best interest of their their employees or they're serving their employees best or not, that's a whole different ballpark. But it is right? legal, and apparently, and that's yes. open to opinion. Yeah. But it is legal. Mm-hmm. They do the reserve the right to be able to do this, and they can they can change it at any time into this type of program. Uh, so. First thing, a few things I would say here. Number one is, I'm sorry that's happening to you. Uh, you know, and yes, it does hurt you because you're not earning interest on all that money for 12 months. They are. So it is in their best interest and not in your best interest would be my argument. Um, but so I'm sorry it's that, that situation. But hey, it is it is what it is, right? Next thing I would say is, well, are you contributing anything above and beyond the match? Because personally, if my company put me in that situation, I would say I, I would not be contributing anything above and beyond the match. I would only be contributing what I needed to contribute to get that match at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And anything else that I want to save, I would call the amazing all-star team yeah, of Robert's right. Wealth Management and say, I don't want to put this comp- this money in my company 401k plan because I don't feel my company is treating me right. What are some alternative places for me to put this away for And you'll find that. And we'll set you up and we'll put it away. Um, the last thing I want to talk about here and I want to touch on, I don't, you know, we'll have to do a show about this in the future. Come back to it, Dave, because I, I don't want to leave the, the listeners lean, uh, hanging here because they may not fully understand what I'm talking about. But there was a new pill, a, a, a new executive order passed by our current administration recently. Um, and what it involves is ESG environmental social governing funds in 401ks okay um, BlackRock and a lot of the big institutions came out with these new funds that are ESG funds so in other words they're they're part of the go green initiative this and that 
but the funds are terrible as far as performance. Okay. So something that happened is the previous administration, um, the, the Trump administration passed a law because the globalists were trying to slide all these ESG funds into all of the working class people's 401ks, mm-hmm. which if you ask me, that means they want the working man to fund their agenda. Well, you know, if, if it's your agenda and this is what you want and you want ESG all around the world, you go fund it yourself. You don't need huh. the working class people to fund it, right? Uh-huh. So they tried to fight all these ESG funds into 401ks, and the Trump administration passed an executive order that said, no, you have to put the best performing assets in your 401k. Uh, if that is ESG, great, but you have to put the best performing assets for your for your employees well, I mean, in the plan. I mean, I can't argue with that. that. Was, I want the best performers. <laughs> right. Well, that was just reversed by executive order, and they said, no, you don't have to put the best performing assets, that we, we would prefer that employers put ESG assets. So, in other words, like I said, the working man is funding their agenda. I, I personally don't agree with that. That's a personal decision for everyone out there. However, it's worth looking into. Look at your company 401k. If you're, um, you know, if you agree with me that we shouldn't be funding this for them, they should fund it themselves. Mm-hmm. We may want to look at, hey, um, is your worth 401k worth contributing anymore, or should we find other ways for you to save for retirement, alternative means and ways outside of that? Don't you 401k. look through that for your clients when they come to you? Too? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. We look at that for everybody. But I'm overall performance. Yes, yeah, just yeah. our regular <laughs> listeners out there. I'm saying, look into mm-hmm. this. Look into this. If you're not a client, look into this and and call us and we'll help you find solutions for yourself and if you they are in the esg program but you still want to contribute because you still want to get the match okay put the minimal in you need to get the match match. don't put a don't put a penny more in don't don't support that and they're giving you subpar invest performance invest performing assets so that you can fund their initiative. And I think if it's part of me personally, I'm going to say, no, I want the best performing assets. I want the best growth for myself in retirement. If y'all want this initiative, y'all go fund it yourself. Uh, well, and, and I'll mention since we're on this, that ask when you call to schedule, ask about the 401k coaching platform That's that they right. offer at Roberts Wealth Management, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680 from Daphne, Alabama. I'm reading a lot about long-term care insurance, and I don't know if it's a good idea, so I'm asking. If long-term care insurance is worth it, or should I put those funds in my personal investments and high yields? I'm 50, no kids. Uh, my wife and I have 355000 saved for retirement. So looking for any wisdom or insight would greatly appreciate it. Okay, this is a very simple one. Um, is LTC insurance, I don't know if it's a good idea, they said. Uh, we we stand in on uh, from the school of thought no we we do not like long-term care insurance we don't believe in it um, we haven't used it in our firm for over a decade the industry is going kaput they highly underestimated their future liabilities and they they didn't price the products properly in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s and now all those are older policies are aging they're living longer. Their 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 uh, healthcare costs are three times what they thought they would be. And the insurance companies, the long term care insurance companies, are going broke. So then they're charging way too high premiums and way too much for any new people coming into the program to make up for their mispricing of the old people. And they're making it very difficult and a lot of hoops to jump through to get your benefits out of them. So we don't use my long-term care insurance. There are alternatives. Um, we use tax code 7702. We utilize um, Roth IRAs. And we utilize uh, what we refer to as indexed universal life insurance policies. 800-891-8680. we got time to get in this from Long Beach, Mississippi. In the process of buying Christmas gifts for my kids, I found out that I had 21000 saved in my retirement savings account. I paid for gifts on credit cards to start, and then I borrowed half, borrowed half of the money in my retirement account for paying off the cards and gifts. Was this a really bad idea? Where's that buzzer? Yeah, hit that buzzer again. I, I lost it, it. but, wow. but buzz. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, um, on the show, I, I I always try to my best to not get personal or not to offend anyone. I, I try to never 
say you know anything's well, a really bad idea it's in their or best you, interest you you're gonna say yeah hey, hey is this a bad idea yeah what are you thinking oh, come on this is you're taking ten thousand dollars you might have been thinking knocking out account? that credit card high interest but still yeah but and then you're suffering penalties on that you're you're taking away from your retirement and i i don't know if you're 50 years old then it sounds seems to me like you you got Actually, you know, they 10, didn't say they years were years before retirement. Oh, that was the last. Yeah, that was one. the okay. last. I'm not yeah. sure how old they are. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I mean, it depends on how old you are. But call back with I'm, your age right now. Yeah. <laughs> no I'm kidding. To, to each his own. You know, to each his own. Dave. You know, everybody uh, has different, different, different standards, different places. But personally, there's no way I'm spending ten grand on my kids on Christmas. Okay? <laughs> I, I never did in their life. Uh, now, th- you know, these days I might, I might help them out. I might, I might uh, gift them some money and things for for later in life. But that's because they're grown adults, and and that's gifts that that they're going to utilize to save for retirement. I, I, I never spent ten thousand dollars on toys and stuff with their kids but that's just me personally i mean hey maybe maybe that's what you enjoy doing but what i'm going to encourage you to do is reevaluate the situation because if you want to be a good parent and you want to be a good person in the world you know what i've i stand firm on the policy number one comes first you got to take care of your first yourself first if you want to take care of others you're not doing any good to others if you're not taking care of yourself so take care of yourself and that's how you help, and that helps you take care of others, and that you're taking care of others and being more beneficial to them because you're taking care of yourself. You may want to talk, sit down and reevaluate this situation and think a little more about taking care of yourself. So uh, I hope that we can meet you in the future, and I hope that it encourages you and that you start to turn things around. Ladies and gentlemen, we're running out of time today. I just want to leave this message. Uh, we, we love all of you. We hope that we make a difference in your life. We hope we provide you with value. And we know many of you are sitting at home with anxiety and fear of the uncertainty and things we're going through. You're uncertain about markets. You should be uncertain about markets right now. We're on a little bit of a bump up, a little bit of a bear market rally, but it's very short-lived, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to see a major downturn in the market here very, very soon. If you're concerned about your portfolio and you're getting the financial double talk or they're saying stick it out, hang in there, everybody's losing money, that is simply not true. Our clients are not losing money. We're doing everything we can to be proactive and strategic because sometimes it's not always about how much we make. In retirement, it's about what you keep that matters the most. So keep your dollars. Don't lose those dollars and don't listen to the financial double talk. Let's start some tax forward planning, some income planning, and let's let's manage that risk. The next year is going to be devastating to many people's retirements. Don't let it steal your retirement from you. Call the All-Star Team Roberts Wealth Management today. Sit down with one of our professionals and let let us get on your side. Let us help you figure out how to make it not just to, but all the way through retirement. We'll get you set on the path to retire right. 800-891-8680 to schedule with this team. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Thanks so much for joining us as always. And you know we're back next week. We'll talk more next week. We'll see you then on Retire Right Radio. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance companies and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor's situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. A Roth conversion may not be suitable for your situation. The primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. The information provided is to help you determine whether or not a Roth IRA conversion may be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Please review your retirement savings, tax, and legacy planning strategies with your legal or tax advisor to be sure a Roth IRA conversion fits into your planning strategies. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.